contributing towards if you knew what your purpose was knew what those values are could envision what the future looks like hi and welcome to the unique you podcast created with the aim of creating the only you out there each episode i aim to help you deepen your connection with your true self and unlock your true potential welcome 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 back to another episode of the unique you podcast i'm so pumped to have you back in here in the previous episode we talked about why and how to use social comparison in a positive way and what are uh, what is a new reflex to kind of combating when those feelings do kick into us now the other aspect when we finally do get rid of this mindset and when we finally start to channel this in a good way by the way if you haven't listened to that episode please go check it out so you're prepared for this episode you learn four techniques as to how to step out of the comparison bubble how to get yourself out of the comparison trap and step into a deeper version and a more connected version of yourself so what scares us from connecting with ourselves you know there it i mean trust me we're not the only ones you're not the only one i'm not the only one and all of us pretty much experience this fear of self reflection we're afraid to reflect upon ourselves there are a lot of the reasons there are a lot of reasons why we experience this one of the first ones is that we tend to carry our pasts with us we let our past decide our future so everything that we've been so far we carry it as a baggage because we feel that there's an identity that we need to keep up with there is something that we always need to be for someone on the outside and i'm not saying you give up your identity i'm not saying that we give up who we have been but then when we let that identity that we were in before kind of shape up who we are now what happens is we close doors for potential identity that we can take on to it's important to remember that our identity is a series of thoughts and it's a series of experiences that we've taken in these experiences can be used to draw a different meaning from the kind of meaning that we've been drawing or these experiences could be used to shape us into a different human being so the reason why i say that carrying our pasts with ourselves can sometimes be problematic is because sometimes there are things that happen and we draw all the wrong kinds of experiences out of it let's say there is a friend that i had trust issues with or our friendship broke just because we were not able to sustain it now if i let that carry into my future relationships if i do not trust anyone in the future because i kind of identified myself as someone who doesn't trust people i made that identity that i don't trust people easily it closes door for future possible relationships where i could have healthy trusting relationships another thing is we will never figure out why we are the way we are this fear is related to going deeper within ourselves because we think that even though we try very hard to know ourselves we'll still not be able to find the way we are why we are because we think that we're very misunderstood in this world and that can be true because all of us 
are very unique and we have this universe and this world around in our mind that we think cannot be understood by another human being. We think that we will never, we ourselves will never figure out why we are the way we are. One of the other reasons that this belief stems from is that I often hear that I already know myself well enough and I know the problem is not within me. I have tried everything and I know there's nothing I can do to make this better. And to that, I ask, everything? Are you sure you've tried everything? Tony Robbins asks this as well. So he says that people have tried the same two things over and over again and hoped for a different outcome each time. Maybe this time it's the right way to approach ourselves, to go deep within ourselves is not through negative self-talk, not through being impatient with ourselves, but going deep within ourselves through a patient, holistic, and a loving perspective for ourselves. Fear of self-reflection is very common because we're afraid to reflect upon ourselves. We are so surrounded by distractions these days that as soon as we're in the room alone, as soon as we're doing anything by ourselves, we get so uncomfortable and we don't even realize we're uncomfortable. We reach out into our pockets, we pull out our phone, and we start to scroll on our screens. And there we are back again into the world of social comparison. We see people's happy lives, and we again go into this rabbit hole of regretting everything we don't have. We are not able to, you know, be alone with our thoughts, be alone with ourselves, because we're so consumed by this thought that maybe. Maybe if we were alone with ourselves, we would find something so deep within us that we wouldn't be able to change. And it would be so scary, that thought that we would find something that is unchangeable, it's beyond our control and bothers us so much that we don't want to even think about it. And we choose to be ignorant about it. We don't see how it could help us. And Essentially, there is no structure for self-reflection. So it's not your fault. It's not my fault. And we see that there, we see that honestly, there's nothing worse than feeling that there's no possible solution to the challenges that you're facing. And try this mindset. Maybe the answers lie within us. Maybe every single day we're, we're living could add up to something bigger. And maybe that every single day that we're living could help us create and connect with our true selves. What I mean by this is that we start to acknowledge that our life is built upon day-by-day basis. So just think about this. If we don't connect with ourselves, what does the future look like? We continue running the same race we're in. We try to compete, try to be better and better than the next person. And we always run into someone who's truly passionate and connected to the place that we're trying to compete in. Even if we do get ahead, there's no winning in this game. And the future looks like what Tony Robbins describes as success without fulfillment is a failure. Because we someday might get successful, but at the end of the day, it would be an empty experience. See, it is possible for us to find our purpose and not in a dreamy sense, something you feel truly connected towards, satisfied with what we have and knowing that we're making use of our truest potential. And that begins with our connection with ourselves, like I said before. 
when we know our values, when we know our beliefs, when we know our strengths, our weaknesses, when we face our fears, we're able to cultivate someone who is connected to themselves. I'm not saying that you're going to have this big epiphany of a moment and discover our passion in a second, like it's painted in pictures, like the way the word passion has been so glorified. I'm saying that we're going to connect with ourselves to know whether what we're doing is what we want to be doing and whether what we're doing is contributing towards something. So letting go of this fear of reflection, we're at least able to start where we are and open up to the possibility of potentially figuring out one day what is it that we want from ourselves and from others. We're able to become into more secure beings. One way we can start this today and simply just, you know, step into the self-reflection mode is by giving ourselves two minutes in the morning. What we can do in those two minutes is write down how we're going to live the day. What is our intention for the day? So I propose to you, you start setting your attention intention for the day. I do this every morning. The first thing I do is I take out my journal and I write down how am I going to spend this day and what is it going to contribute towards? Is it that I'm trying to create during the day? Is it that I'm going to be giving my body some rest today because I feel like it? My intention could simply be I'm going to give myself some rest and today's intention is to relax and connect with myself or My intention could be, I'm going to meet my friends. I'm going to enjoy the day. What intention means is that we're writing the purpose of the day. So instead of writing down what my friends are going to be doing, or it's different from planning out the day, it's what is the purpose of me meeting my friends today? Is it that I want to check in on them? Is it that I want to listen on how they're doing? Or is it because we want to have fun and we want to enjoy the moment? When we set a purpose, we're truly able to kind of cultivate that purpose into our day. Similarly, if I if the plan for the day is to work on the most important work project, the purpose could be that I want to give as much, I want to add as much value to this project as possible. I want that this project is able to, con- to contribute to my company's growth in a certain way and able to add to its value. Maybe you look up your company's values and see how this project is in line with those values and what could it create for the company. Maybe you're working at school and maybe we are taking some classes and today your day is filled with classes. So the purpose is to learn as much as possible and the purpose would be to draw the most learning out of the day so that we are able to channel those learnings into our work in the future. You see, the simple practice, it gives you enough room to reflect and feel connected with the day. Instead of letting the day shape us, we're able to shape the day according to our will and create something out of what is it that the day is going to be about? What is the beautiful purpose that we're going to be connecting with? Instead of having this empty experience where the day just goes by, we do the task, we do the task, and we get done with it, we're able to sit and reflect What is it that we're creating? And we are able to go deep within ourselves and see what purpose our actions have. And when we see that our our actions have an impact, it helps us become more connected with it. And that will manifest into our work and we'll be able to operate more productively and at our true best selves. One other thing I'm going to emphasize on is instead of just thinking about it, you write them down. The reason why I journal is because journaling helps us retain 70% more information than just thinking about it. 
it's proven scientifically that if we write down something in our own handwriting and then look at it, it helps our brain to remember it better. It also helps us get a feel of what that would look like because we're able to picture it, we're able to visualize it in our minds, and we're able to get a sense of what would it look like if we did accomplish that purpose of the day at the end. That's it for today, and I hope this brief exercise is practiced by you. My challenge to you is right now, wherever you are, pull out a notebook, pull out a pen, and write down what is the purpose of your day so you feel more connected and you're able to live every day with more purpose and find out what you're living for in that day. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for sharing your time with me. You're super special and we are here to unlock the uniqueness within you. I'm grateful that you decided to carve out this time for yourself. Hopefully what I shared with you today will help you get closer to the true you. If this episode did help you, then be sure to share it with someone else you know that might need it. That mission you and I share will only be achieved when we share with others what has helped us. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how to live intuitionally and how to discover our true unique selves, self-acceptance, self-discovery, and connecting with who we are.